Hello and welcome to Prodcast, the number one podcast for product teams. The Prodcast podcast is dedicated to bringing you key insights and learnings from the world's finest product managers and product leaders. The only sustainable competitive advantage in your career is to continually learn and grow. And the Prodcast podcast is all about democratizing shared learning for product teams. today's episode, I sit down with Clement Cow to talk about why the best PMs have side hustles. Clement is a product manager at Blend, one of the co-founders of PMHQ, and the author of the book, Breaking into Product Management. We talk about the tangible and subtle benefits of having side projects and how they make you better as a product manager. I'm excited for you to hear what Clement has to say, so let's get started. Hey, Clement, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. So to, to kick things off, could you uh, give the, the listeners a, a quick introduction of yourself and, and your background, a little bit about what you're doing today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think one of the very funny things about me is that even though I'm a product manager, I'm very much an accidental product manager. Um, back when I was studying in school, uh, I was actually a double major in business and molecular and cell biology. And uh, that doesn't really turn into a career. Um, It's just kind of two random majors that I decided to study just because I was passionate about it. And so when I graduated, I was like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with these two majors. So I decided to go into management consulting just because that would give me a a way to look across a lot of different industries and really get to see the challenges that people struggled with. And kind of from there, I gained a lot of data analytics skills, a lot of executive management skills. um, And I became a product analyst Um, at a real estate brokerage, kind of right after my management consulting stint. Um, And from there, then basically, I had found this really interesting uh, opportunity space for our real estate brokerage to play in. And I basically pitched my executives using my uh, consultant skills, basically, hey, we really need to launch a business here. Here's the opportunity. Here's the SWOT analysis. Here's the data to back it up. Here's the qualitative insights, et cetera. And I said, great, you're the product manager now. Go ahead and ship products for this. And I said, what? Like, I'm not trained in product management. And they said, no, it's okay. You'll hang out with the designers for a couple of weeks. You'll hang out with the engineers for a couple of weeks. Now you're a product manager. So that's what happened. Um, and so with that, Very nice. I, um, I became a product manager. And from there, um, you know, basically continued to grow um, in product. So today, I'm currently a product manager at Blend. And so what Blend is, is it's a platform that basically enables financial institutions Um, to provide digital application experiences to their consumers for consumer finance. And so, for example, if you're getting your mortgage online through Wells Fargo, let's say, you're actually doing all of that through Blend, um, our product, uh, and it's branded as Wells Fargo, even though it's actually powered by Blend. And so we do that across multiple products, you know, mortgages, home equity lines of credit, home equity loans, auto loans, you name it, like just lots and lots of different uh, consumer finance products. And we do that for more than 200 lenders across the United States. So it's really exciting and um, really testing uh, kind of my product management knowledge. Um, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. So you hear about all these non-traditionally digital businesses that are trying to go through this quote digital transformation and Blend is helping them do that. Absolutely. Exactly. Very cool. So along the way through, through all these great experience that you've had accidentally falling into product management with, which I think is a pretty cool story. Um, you started writing along the way and you, and you started building communities. And I'm really curious how some of these side hustles got started and kind of what the inspirations for them were. 
Yeah, for sure. So in terms of, you know, why I really focused on writing up, you know, articles and books, et cetera, um, it really stemmed from my own pain of accidentally becoming a product manager. I think one of the really big challenges that I faced was I didn't really have a lot of formal mentorship in my very first role as a product manager. And no matter what I did in terms of, you know, looking online or looking for resources, I just really couldn't find anything that helped me. And so from there, basically, I started to, you know, write up my own learnings, um, basically as a way to force myself to think through more clearly and to basically teach myself. And I started noticing that a lot of friends asked me for similar resources. And so when I started handing it off to them, like, hey, like, here is my write up on this framework, or here's my write up on how to do, you know, this particular product management task. I started thinking, wait a second, actually, there are so many more people that would benefit from this. And so I started publishing um, through Product Manager HQ, uh, which is um, you know, the place where I'm currently putting up all my articles. And so there, you know, I've written more than 60 articles, um, you know, read by more than you know, 200,000 folks around the world, you know, whether it's in South Africa, whether it's in Vietnam. Um, it's been really, really cool. And I think for me, it's really gratifying to see that I'm enabling so many other people to skip past that really painful onboarding process that I had. So I've gotten a ton of emails from folks, a ton of phone calls from folks basically just saying, hey, Clement, like you made this so easy for me to be able to become a product manager, to break into product management, to level up, to get promoted, because I had all of these resources that you put together. And I'm just so happy for them. You know, like they're able to move forward with their careers in a way where, you know, I had to really struggle with it myself. And so I'm really glad to be unlocking all of this value in the world. Um, and again, it's not just the articles, right? I've also compiled two books, um, again, really to enable people to level up and to charge forward into product management. And then outside of that, um, you know, been a speaker for multiple conferences, multiple events. And again, that's really to help spark conversation. I think one of the things that is potentially dangerous as a product manager is you kind of get swamped with all of the work that you have to do from day to day. And you don't really take a step back, you know, get a breath of fresh air, get some new perspectives and dive back in. And so I'm just really glad that there are so many avenues for folks with experiences to share their thoughts so that that way others can triangulate through all of these perspectives. So the way that I see myself is really as a community builder by contributing back knowledge and frameworks. Um, and that's really how I like to uh, engage and participate. That's really cool. And you mentioned that, you know, how much indirect mentorship meant to you because you didn't have like a, a direct mentor <clears throat> whenever you first got into product management. And, and mm -hmm. so how, how does being part of a, a product management community benefit you in, in terms of having those outlets and avenues to, to get shared learning? Yeah, for sure. So kind of, you know, many product managers can all agree that, hey, um, there's basically, you know, infinite white space to fill, right? There's so much research you could do. There's so much data analysis you could do. There's so much um, work that you can do with your engineers and designers and so much business analysis and so much, there's just so many different things to do that you just can't get through all of it, right? And so I think it's really hard to think through all of those concerns kind of when you're deep in execution mode. And so having outside perspective really helps for a couple of reasons, right? Where first off, um, you know, others can help you call out your blind spots. So if you're saying, hey, I'm really struggling with this one particular task, et cetera, you know, someone can jump in and say, well, hey, this is the way that I've done it before. It worked for me because of these things. And now you can kind of 
take a take a step back from the situation that you're facing and kind of think about it from an outsider's perspective which is super valuable and on top of that just being able to absorb other people's knowledge just really helps to accelerate the development of your own career right like why make why force yourself to make a bunch of mistakes and you know learn everything through firsthand experience when there are so many others who are willing to share you know their secondhand uh, knowledge and experience and learnings with you so that you can take that and kind of power forward right and so as an example you know i know that a lot of product managers they might say well i'm currently working as let's say a mobile product manager uh, but i really want to understand like what does an api product manager do what does a data product manager do and rather than having to go out and find a job where you are the data product manager and now you have to slog through all of that. There's so many data PMs out there, so many platform PMs out there, so many different kinds of PMs out there where you can just ask them, hey, what do you enjoy about your job? And frankly, what don't you enjoy about your job? And you can really use that to paint a much better picture of where do I fit in the landscape? What is it that I want to do with my life rather than having to kind of force yourself to go through everything firsthand? And so I think having a community is incredibly important as a product manager just because there are so many paths that you can take, both from a micro level of, hey, I need to make my product successful, as well as from a macro level of, hey, I want a particular career trajectory. And that community will help you kind of on all of these different levels, whether it is working through your current projects or learning how to influence your executives or learning how to really work together with your manager or teaching you how to mentor your direct reports if you are a director of product or even you know, helping you understand, well, what can I become after product management or after this role, what can I do next, right? So I think it's so powerful to see all these communities come together where so many people are being selfless and being really excited to share their insights with others. Um, so to me, I think having a community is crucial to accelerating your own career as a product manager. You know, I, I agree 100%. And um, I've heard it said that it's not, like pe people say traditionally, right, that you, you learn best from experience, but then others have mm -hmm. said you, you, you should learn best from other people's experience so you don't have to <laughs> go through the pains that they did. Uh, yeah, and I think like, you know, just even like tagging onto that, right, one of the things that is actually very interesting um, is it's not just you learning from other people's experiences. One of the things that's actually really cool is when you're sharing your own experience you are actually forced to crystallize your knowledge into something that other people can really understand. And that forces you to gain mastery over your own experiences, right? And so there's definitely, of course, there's the altruism angle, right? You're giving away knowledge to others so that they can grow, but it is also something where you get direct value, right? It's not just others saying, oh, thank you, and others you know, being available to help you when you need their help later, but it's also a great way for you to level up. Like, again, I've written, so many articles now and I've really appreciated having that opportunity to do so because each one that I write forces me to really master that particular skill set or else I just can't really talk about it uh, very compellingly. So, you know, really encourage, you know, no matter where you are in your product career, really start giving back now, you know, whether it's in the form of articles or you know speaker events or whatever however you want to give back do that because that will really enable you to level up outside of any sort of you know quid pro quo you know I'll scratch your back you scratch mine type thing like by giving back you immediately benefit by having to crystallize your thoughts I think that's a really good point and I was going to get into a question around like how writing and, and building communities and, and you mentioned that you you post 
all of your articles on, on PMHQ. And mm -hmm. I know you're one of the co-founders of, of that community, which I think is awesome. And so I was going to get into like, what are some of the, the tangible benefits to you, like to have side hustles like writing or building communities? And I think we've covered a couple, but, but are, are there, um, are there others as a, a PM, like other benefits that we get from having side hustles? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'd say there are a couple of benefits that are, mm, what is it? There are a couple of benefits that you could call traditionally obvious. And then there are a couple of benefits that are actually somewhat subtle, but are just as strong. And so I'd say in terms of the traditionally obvious set, you know, when you are getting out to go do your side hustle, um, when you're getting out there to kick off these new extracurricular activities that are outside of your work, um, first off, of course, it really demonstrates that you are passionate in this space and others will pay attention to that, right? So whether you are seeking investors, whether you are seeking a new role, whether you're seeking others to join you on your journey, when you are getting out there and doing something, people take note. People take note of your initiative. People take note of your thought process. They take note of your leadership and can leverage that for so many different things. You know, again, whether it is to get investor money to flow in, whether it's to get new colleagues to join you on board, whether it's you seeking out a new role, really great ways to get your name out um, is kind of the most obvious benefit. Of course, there's the secondary benefit of when you go out there to do things, right? Of course, you are leveling up that skill set by doing it. And so that is a really great way to accelerate your career, especially if you're doing things that you're not typically doing day to day, right? So maybe you are a really strong, let's say, uh, integrations product manager um, on your day-to-day -day job, but in your side hustle, you're kicking off this totally new initiative that is like web-based user-facing, right? And that might really help you learn your user research chops, your user experience chops, which you might not be able to exercise day-to-day -day on the job. So kind of those are the obvious ones. I would say that in terms of some of the more subtle ones that are really helpful, you know, first off, um, you know, one of the things that can happen is, you know, when you are a product manager, sometimes you might get frustrated of, wow, like it's so hard to coordinate everyone and make sure that they're getting their stuff done, right? Um, you know, and when you are getting out there and doing stuff yourself, kind of you get back some of that control in terms of, you know, I know my prioritization, I know my timelines, I know my bandwidth. And so I now have so much more control over something in my life. And that just feels really great. Um, but it's not just the, oh, I finally have control. There's also the headache that comes with being the sole point of failure if you're doing everything yourself. And so I think the other thing that it really unlocks when you're, you know, tackling some extracurriculars is it's, hey, like I'm actually so appreciative of ensuring that my teammates on the job have a lot of uninterrupted time to focus, have all of the context that they need to stay on block. You know, it's so cool to, you know, really see that, you know, at work, you get to drive all of this impact by delegating to others. Whereas if you're doing a side hustle, very rarely do you actually get to delegate. And so, you know, it's kind of nice to feel that kind of happiness in being able to delegate to others and see them go ahead and, you know, crush out those obstacles rather than having to do everything yourself. And so I'd say, you know, having, you know, side hustles, having, you know, extracurricular initiatives that you're tackling is a really great way for you to you know, get back some control in your own life, but also understand the pitfalls that come with control, which is, well, shoot, like I can't delegate anymore, right? And so, you know, that's a really nice way to feel a lot of gratitude towards your teammates on your day-to-day -day work. And of course, it's a really great way to level up your skills and a really great way to 
get out there and be noticed for whatever it is that you're trying to drive in the world. Yeah, I really like that because as a PM, sometimes we get fed this narrative that we're going to come in and we're going to be, you know, like the, the CEO of our product. And then we realize we, we don't have the ability to make all the decisions, right? Like some, there's executive level yeah, influence, yeah. there's, there's stakeholders we have, we have to work with. If we, if we want to be any good, we, we have to in, involve our developers and designers and marketing teams, sales teams, right? There's, there's so many, um, so many different players involved than just us making decisions. And I, I really like how having that side hustle, that, that extracurricular initiative kind of gives you that control, but also gives you, I like how you called out that it gives you the appreciation and, and the gratitude for being able to delegate and being able to see others succeed as well, whenever it's not always all on your shoulders. Cause that, that can be overwhelming sometimes. So. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, coming back to that point that you mentioned of, you know, hey, a lot of folks, they're thinking, oh, like when I sit in the product manager seat, right, like I get to call the shots. I'm kind of like the mini CEO of the product or whatever. I think that is somewhat of a dangerous narrative to be carrying. Um, I'm honestly not quite sure how that narrative came to be, but at least the way that I like to ground myself is when I'm thinking about product management on my, you know, full-time day-to-day role, um, kind of, I think of myself in dual roles. You know, the very first role is being a coach, right? So being a coach means you're not the one who's actually out on the field, like doing all of the motions, taking all the actions. You're the one who's coordinating and making sure that everyone's marching towards a larger game plan and game strategy. But that's only one of your roles. The other role is to be the janitor, right? So you really got to make sure that everyone is unblocked, that you're really leveling other people up and that they're running forward at full velocity. Um, and so I think really balancing that, you know, really thoughtful, proactive, strategic mindset of the coach with the really selfless, you know, self-starter, I can do anything type of mentality as a janitor are both really helpful mindsets to have to drive your teams forward. Because like, let's be honest, there are a lot of times when product managers have to do work that is not incredibly fun. Like taking meeting notes is something that some product managers have to do writing test cases and actually being the QA is sometimes not very pleasant. Being the data analyst, if you don't have a data analyst, can sometimes be not so pleasant. But it's really helpful to remember that when I take away this set of work, other people can go do even larger sets of work and can be a lot more multiplicative. And so I think that is something that can be very freeing of, oh, well, I'm the one who takes away all the blockers so that everyone can go do you know, bigger and better things that will all coalesce into this really amazing product that we're shipping. Um, so yeah, again, exactly like you said, I think, you know, having, you know, side hustles, really great way to get back a little bit of control and also a really great way to see, you know, why companies exist, right? Because if, if you could do everything on your own, you wouldn't need a company. And so it's just a really humbling exercise to see like, oh, wow, like I can't do everything I wanted to do. I need other people to do it. Oh, right. That's why I have my full-time job to go do all these bigger things. <laughs> Absolutely. So Clement, the for the listeners that, that are hearing this, maybe they're not a part of a community today um, or they you know, don't know where to start, but they, they say, hey, this, it sounds like I could get a lot of great benefits out of doing something extracurricular. Um, where, where, should they, where should they start? Like, is there any advice of, of how you would approach doing something extracurricular? And um, as far as getting involved with communities, like how can they get connected with, with great communities like PMHQ? Yeah, for sure. So kind of breaking it down into two parts, kind of the first part is how to, you know, really jump into a community 
And then part two is kind of how to get started on a side hustle or to get started on whatever kind of side initiatives you want to get started on. So the first part in terms of jumping into a community is that the great news is there are a lot of communities out there that are free, right? And so as an example, there's products that count, there's mind the product, product coalition, product collective. There's so many different communities out there that you can be a part of that doesn't cost you a dime, right? And so just doing a quick Google search of like product community is a really great way to see the different kinds of communities that exist. And because they're free, you know, feel free to, you know, jump into all of them to get a sense of, oh, well, what niches are these communities better at, right? Like some of them are much better at focusing on, you know, for example, the EU area, right? Like the European Union. Um, some are a lot more focused on a particular industry. Some are a lot more focused on a particular skill set or a particular seniority level. And so kind of that's the benefit to join a bunch of communities that are free. Um, for Product Manager HQ, uh, we do ask for a you know, $25 um, lifetime membership fee up front for really two reasons. You know, the first one, kind of selfishly, is that we do need to cover our tech costs. Um, but the second part is really to provide you know, a little bit of activation energy barrier, really to make sure that people are committed, kind of rather than jumping in willy-nilly. Right? When you give up something, it reminds you that you really need to you know, take more advantage of it. And so we've noticed that within PMHQ's Slack community, um, people are a lot more engaged than what you might see in a free community. I think a lot of people are a lot more thoughtful about how they use their time. And I think that is a really helpful way to you know, ensure that you're getting really high quality uh, engagement from folks within your community. And so just in general, in terms of whatever community you decide to be a part of, the most important thing to do is to pitch in right, is to really speak out and to, you know, put your mind out there. Because one thing that I see a lot that happens is, you know, you might see within some community, it says, hey, like 10 people have joined this channel and it's silent, right? Like nothing happens in the channel and like no one's growing, no one's learning. Whereas as soon as one person asks, hey, I'm tackling this thing and I'm not sure how to do it, suddenly all of a bunch of people like jump in to help out, right? And so I think the core thing to think about with any community is that you only get out of it what you put into it, right? So the more you put in, the more you share your articles or the more you ask your questions or the more you ask for advice or the more that you, you know, ask for you know, practice interviews or whatever it is that you're doing, the more that you ask in a public space, the more that others can jump in and help you out, right? If, even if someone's asking a question and you're responding to it, that's a really great way to triangulate on you know, all of these different people's responses. It's a really great way for you to crystallize your knowledge. And so, the more that you participate, the more that you will get out of your community. And so the most dangerous thing is to join a community and to expect it to give you value passively. You have to be active. You have to do something with the community for it to provide you the value that you're looking for. And I think that's a really great transition into, well, how do I kick off my side hustle, right? It's really helpful to kick off a side hustle when you're part of a community because that's a really great way to get free feedback. It's a really great way for people to have their eyes on your initiative and to ask a lot of questions about, I'm not really sure how to do this thing, or I've never done this before, help out, or, oh, like, I think this is what I'm trying to do. Can anyone tell me their experiences here, right? So it's a really great way to, you know, power yourself. And on top of that, there are so many people out there that are looking for, you know, a new initiative to join, right? There are a lot of very ambitious, so you just don't really know well, what idea should I rally around, right? So when you come in and you say, this is the idea that I'm going to put a stake in the ground and we're going to go after this, that's a really great way to motivate others to join you on your journey and to enable you to drive even more impact with your side initiative, right? So I'd say, you know, 
by being active within a community, it's a really great way to get your side hustle started because that's a great way for you to gain uh, experience. It's a really great way for you to get feedback and it's a potential way for you to get either, you know, people who will consume your service or your side hustle or people who will join you in giving back, right? So I think that's a really great way to do that. And just in terms of side hustles, I'd say the biggest thing, um, you know, I kind of mentioned in the community side, right? Like the, the, the biggest fear that people have in a community is, oh, if I speak up, I'm going to be dumb, right? And it's like, you're not going to be dumb. We're all here to help each other. There are no dumb questions like ask, talk, speak. And so it's exactly the same for side hustles. I think a lot of people spend too much time thinking about, well, what's the perfect thing I should go do, right? Like what is the one thing that's going to make me, you know, it's going to be a unicorn startup or it's going to be like super impactful as a nonprofit. And it's like, yeah, that'd be nice, but product is iterative, right? So the more you get out there and you just do stuff, the more you're going to learn about what is it that I'm good at doing and what is it that the market needs, right? So I think for me, I actually went through all of this trial and error in terms of what is the type of material that I should be writing, right? Like, is it more of like journal style of here's what I did today? Or is it more like framework style of here's how I tackled a problem, right? And kind of going through all of these iterations, I just said, I'm just going to write every day. We're going to find out what people like. And after writing every day, I found out what people really needed. What people needed was I need really prescriptive frameworks in terms of how do I tackle this problem that has a perspective. It's not just really high level oh, in general, these are best practices, but here is a set of steps that you can take. And if you don't like it, here are the ways in which you can modify this framework. That comes from a business to business perspective, right? I think there's a lot of growth in the B2B product area. Um, and so by providing my thoughts as a B2B PM, kind of rather than just any ordinary PM, I think that is really beneficial to the community, right? And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go out there and write a bunch of stuff that nobody read, right? And so I think a lot of a side hustle is just, get out there, do a bunch of stuff, you know, whether you're writing an article, whether you're spinning up your, um, you know, your YouTube channel or whether you're doing something on Instagram or whether, you know, whatever you want to do, go do that. Right. And you will find out what the market wants from you. And then that is a great way for you to go focus on great. This is the thing that I'm going to go do. So if, if the listeners want to find your, your content, your articles, the, the book that you've written, um, how would they go and find that, that content? Yeah, for sure. So in terms of my articles, um, they're all on productmanagerhq.com. Um, and if you follow me on LinkedIn, kind of I you know, put up all of my articles on LinkedIn as well. In terms of my book, my book is called Breaking into Product Management. And you can go ahead and find it on Amazon. Um, it's the book that is, you know, it's got a purple cover and it has a rocket ship on it. Um, and so, uh, you know, kind of that's the best set of places where you'll be able to find these resources. And of course, you know, I myself, I'm always looking to grow. I'm always looking for feedback. I'm always looking for new ideas of how I can give back. So again, for all the listeners out there, if there's something on your mind that, you know, you wish someone was there to help you address, or you really wish there was some type of resource, et cetera, you know, reach out, let's make a connection. You know, we're all in it to help each other grow. Um, and of course, really excited to be part of so many different global product communities as well as local product communities. It's been really humbling and, you know, such a privilege to be able to serve, you know, so many different people. Yeah, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I'll, I'll definitely link up the, um, the, the links to your LinkedIn, your articles and the Amazon link for your book in the show notes. So that way um, anyone listening can go and find that. Yeah, for sure. And of course, thank you uh, for having this podcast. I think it is such a great way for others to learn and to have, you know, this uh, community to grow around, you know, especially in our current times, you know, we're currently recording, 
in uh, you know early April 2020. Um, it's a really scary world out there in terms of you know the coronavirus, in terms of learning how to work from home, in terms of being both physically isolated and socially isolated. And so you know, thank you for putting together you know all of this time into creating such an amazing podcast. You know, really excited to be on the show and really humbled to be a part of it. Thank you. That was Clement Cow, product manager at Blend and co-founder of PMHQ. I really enjoyed hearing Clement's perspective on the benefits of side hustles and how they can benefit not only yourself, but the audience you serve and how the complete control you have over side hustles can be a great outlet for the entrepreneurial PM while creating gratitude for the teams you get to lean on in your day job. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode as we continue to bring you key insights from the world's finest product managers and product leaders. To help others find us, feel free to share this episode and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and the Apple Podcast app and a review telling others what you like about the show. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Podcast.